International. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Royce. With me, as always, my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Hey, Pat, what's up? Oh, nothing much. Just uh, sitting here in the uh, the Casa recording studio, you know, in the, in the <laughs> apartment, feeling good. Just got back from Denver. That was a fun time. When did you get back? I got back night before last so today is wednesday i got back i got back monday night that's i just took a very brief trip out of town also got back monday night uh i went to go watch wrestling in massachusetts it was nice. very fun i, I saw you were out in the country I, with goats and what have you yeah i stayed at uh my friend's house my friend's parents house which is like a farm so there's like goats and a bunch of cats and two dogs and chickens and all Hell that yeah. stuff and then uh i got really really drunk at wrestling and went to Denny's at like three in the morning with two of my favorite wrestlers. So it was very, it was oh, very good. That's fucking rad. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was very excited. Yeah. Uh, I think I made a fool of myself because I was like extremely drunk, but, uh, <laughs> You know, I feel like they work in an industry where that's not uh, yeah. super weird to see. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, like at least you didn't like get hit with a fucking steel chair or something. You know, like, like, <laughs> it could have been way worse. You know, it could have been much worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm going to be telling the story today, so I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Did I tell you? Do you know anything about what I'm about to tell you? This, uh, a bunch of people hit us up on Twitter with this, and uh, I. <laughs> so many people, like, I think like three or four people hit it, hit up the podcast account and like in us personally. And uh, I definitely did lie to somebody. I was like, yo, peep that shit. It's crazy. I didn't read the link. Though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So yeah, it's, good, uh, it's, 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 it's all you, uh, you know, uh, diehard fans who send us links. I don't always behave that way. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I usually read them and I did read this one. And yeah, I'm sort of I, glad you did it. Cause now you get to be, you know, yeah, exactly. This is your yeah, first experience. Yeah, I I get to have, get to have my socks knocked off, and I'm wearing two pairs just in case. Uh, <laughs> I um, well, yeah, I normally do read what they send us. I know the gist of it. There was just this this clever lady, and she really gave him what for, and that's pretty much the gist, right? <laughs> <laughs> the summary of our podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this story, this um, it came out in the Hollywood Reporter a few weeks ago. So some of our listeners may be familiar with it. Um, the Hollywood Reporter story is called the con queen of hollywood it's by scott johnson um it was published july 11th so um most of what i'm going to be telling you comes from there because it was like an amazing article about this really wild scam yeah um i feel like it hits a lot of it, it hits a lot of like points for us i feel like a, yeah. a lot of themes that we talk about a lot so and i, I think also like it, it has to do with the entertainment industry so i think we will have some interesting things to sort of say about it or an interesting perspective on it because it's uh you know what we're what we're trying to do is be in a position to be fucking scammed by hollywood so yeah, <laughs> yeah i am wide open baby scam the shit out of me come on yeah like I, I i don't know i will go through it i find a lot of um like sympathy for the victims of this because it's like reading it i'm just like i can see how someone would get sucked into this oh, like yeah, it, yeah. it 
So I, I guess I'll just start at the beginning. So the story right. opens with uh, the story opens with a 27 year old freelance documentary photographer. Um, he's he's had a fair amount of work, but he's kind of up and coming. Um, and he's freelance, so you know you just kind of take gigs where you can yeah. get them. So he gets an email from this woman, Amy Pascal, who is the former co-chair of Sony Pictures Entertainment. Um, she was one of the people who suffered pretty badly in that uh, Sony hack. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, where they yeah, hacked yeah, all yeah. their emails? Yeah, and she, had, yeah. she, she so was she, saying some wild shit. I think so, yeah. I don't remember exactly what her problem was, but I know like she doesn't work at Sony anymore. That was like yeah, her biggest yeah, yeah. thing. I, uh, I just recently, um, because the, the Equalizer, Denzel's movie, Equalizer 2 or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. popped off. I was listening to a podcast, uh, Daily Zeitgeist, and they were reading the the because it's like the number one movie in the country and they were reading the sony emails about <laughs> that movie and it was just like these two just like you know like hollywood bros and the guy the guy was like look man i'm trying to do fucking like double digits bro all right and look he's like i loved and sell i've always said best of his generation he's like but black actors don't sell overseas and they were like it's just it's just, it is what it is bro and so yeah then they were like it's the number one movie in the world so they were like oh yeah that wasn't fucking true so yeah it's awesome so it's like nope sorry you're just a fucking asshole yeah um but yeah so this pascal amy pascal emailed this guy um she wanted to know if you would be interested in traveling to indonesia to pursue this uh this exciting project that she had for him um so she emailed they got on the phone the next day to talk about it um he was psyched about it like his previous work had taken him overseas he'd been to indonesia he knew the terrain and he could hit the ground running he was ready to go hell yeah so he's stoked and uh the the article goes on after the phone call he looked at the email from pascal again and noticed the url pascalfilms.com online it didn't exist pascal who was now a producer after working at sony did have a company called pascal pictures but the company didn't seem to have a website uh the photographer chalked this up to the fact that pascal had been very publicly embarrassed in the sony hack um so the lack of an online presence for new company like kind of made sense yeah he didn't think it was that weird man if i Um, if i went to fucking indonesia on a scam i would be live it <laughs> like, like, oh man well this guy gets yeah. like uh he gets taken for a ride yeah. we will see i get stressed it out is. traveling for leisure and for things that i want to do <laughs> I, I get fucking stressed like if i was if, if i like went through like the hassles of an international flight like riding in one of those like i don't know those little like jeeps that have like a motorcycle at the front of it like, like rickshaw all, yeah yeah yeah, rickshaw. yeah and it was just like yeah it was, it was hot and i oh man and i got there and it was like psych oh fuck i would i would be furious <laughs> yeah i mean there is something like to that just in how powerless you are when something like this happens to you and you're in a foreign country and you don't like speak the language or anything like oh yeah you're really at the mercy of whoever is in charge of you yeah. and so if it's someone without your best interests at heart you're gonna be fucked um but we're not we're not quite there yet we still like they're still setting things up at this point okay um pascal like they have a number of phone calls um she's super excited she knew she was super familiar with his photography um she knew about like his cv she knew 
uh, details of his clients. He said that she knew specific personality quirks of people with whom he'd worked closely. Um, he said, yeah, he was like, you wouldn't know these things unless you dealt with these people in very specific ways. Uh, this gave her immediate credibility. Brian is an asshole. How'd she know that? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, uh, Over the course of several conversations, Pascal explained that she was reinventing herself after the Sony hack. She had a new production company, a new staff, a slate of fresh projects. As part of this reinvention, she wanted to develop a pair of short documentary films. Uh, She wanted to collaborate with this guy and build something from the ground up. So it was like very, you know, I'm super excited about you specifically. Like, I I want you to be brought on board. I want you to, you know, if you want to direct someday, like, I want to help you do that. That kind of thing. Oh God! And like as you're saying this, like I know with that email, I would, I, I like, oh man, I, I would probably hook line and fucking sinker. I'd be like, okay, all right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it like and for somebody he's 27 you know and he's yeah. like sort of just breaking into this business like this is a life-changing opportunity yep. so she she sort of lays out the details of this project for him she says uh she explained that he would stay in indonesia for about a week shooting images of landscapes temples and iconic scenery for a storyboard um then they would edit the results of that sort of trip into a pitch that they could yeah. then present to uh financiers in la yeah you better be careful says, with those those uh those wild monkeys will steal your camera i've seen it exactly <laughs> that's the scam yeah that's yeah that's the scam a lot of track delay but the scam is just that uh they train those monkeys yeah someone was telling me my friend eli who i do uh what a time to be alive with was saying that he watched this documentary about um these monkeys in i think in indonesia where they will take your stuff and you have to throw them specific snacks for them to let you have it back. Like, damn it. It's like a thing. Like they, if you like try to throw them like a banana or whatever, they won't let go of it to catch it. Cause they're like, I don't want a banana. I want like pistachios or whatever. And then you throw them pistachios and then they drop your hat and you can get your hat. Oh man. When animals have the upper hand, like not just like the, like the, (laughs) the physical thing. Yeah. Like most animals can attack you and fuck you up. But like when they have like the (laughs) mental edge on you, it's like, God damn it. Like like, that's just, yeah. I'm outsmarted by a fucking monkey. Like how this sucks. (laughs) I got now. I gotta go run and buy some fucking pistachios because he's very particular. Like, exactly, he's so picky. Yeah, it's, it, they're holding shit for ransom. Yeah, is what they're it's doing. terrifying when you have to respect an animal. Like, like, you know, like yeah, like, <laughs> it really like puts you in your place as yeah. sort of like the fragility of human life when you just have to like, yeah, yeah. where an animal is like alpha dogging. Yeah, it's just it's in charge. Yeah, <laughs> it's like like our species like like fought tooth and nail to get us to where we're at right now and just. Some, idiot tourist just fucks up and ruins it all right. for us. <laughs> right, so we could evolve into, like, defenseless idiots. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. can't do anything. <laughs> oh, man, monkey took my camera. I gotta give it a nut. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What a sad, <laughs> sad thing. That, I, that undoubtedly would happen to me. That's why I'm so terrified of it completely um but yeah so she she like lays out sort of how this is going to work she's like uh she amy Amy pascal is going to pay for arrange for hotels and everything um he would pay in advance for the airfare and front the cost for drivers translators food and other sort of like miscellaneous expenses and then she would get he would get reimbursed by her which which honestly like in the article says and it's true because you know, I've done freelance work. I'm sure you have too. These kinds of financial arrangements are not unusual. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
and I, I know like for journalists and stuff, it, it's not unusual to have this sort of situation too, where you are sort of like given an assignment and, uh, you keep all your receipts and then once you turn in the article or whatever yeah. your, whatever the project is then you can get reimbursed and yeah. it's frustrating because it often takes a very long time I tend to bundle um, these employment opportunities right from the get go because I walk in and I'm like yo let's talk per diem that's the first thing out of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> let's talk walking around money alright what are you going to give me <laughs> <laughs> yeah unfortunately not a, not a super common arrangement so he like doesn't think this is that weird like he gets the contract he signs it he's like it's all pretty standard it's very you know a lot of his work is like this so he's like okay cool i'm uh, i'm going to jakarta yeah so in the story the next line is six months and sixty five thousand dollars later god damn yeah yeah uh. Um, the photographer who, by the way, he's requested anonymity. So I'm just going to call him the photographer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, smart move, bud. So yeah, six months and $65,000 later, the photographer has come to understand that he was duped by one of the most elaborate scams ever to hit Hollywood. The woman he'd spoken to several times a day for weeks on end wasn't Pascal, but a sophisticated imposter who took him for a colossal financial and emotional ride. So total faker, all of this from the beginning, fake. Uh, For the past two and a half years, hundreds of unwitting victims around the world have been ensnared by a small but cunning criminal organization whose contours are only beginning to be understood. Victims of the elaborate ruse are led to believe that they are speaking to powerful female entertainment executives. So there's a number of people that this woman has impersonated. Yeah. Uh, Billionaire producer Gigi Pritzker, uh, Paramount head Sherry Lansing, 20th Century Fox CEO Stacy Snyder. Can she and do a good Catherine Bigelow? That's what I, <laughs> I... I was waiting for Catherine Bigelow. I don't think she ever did Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, that that just shows, one, like, why they're, like, obviously, like, there needs to be more visibility for women in Hollywood because you were, like, you were, like, powerful, that's the only powerful women. In my head, I was like, she's going to say Catherine Bigelow at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, interesting because I think, like, and then the last one listed here is Leslie Linka Gladder, who was, like, really the only one I'd heard of. Um, Leslie Linka Gladder is a um, director who's directed stuff for Mad Men, Homeland, and The Walking Dead, and she's wow. a producer as well. So, yeah, I like she. She isn't going for like you know your your uh, Ava DuVernay or your Catherine Bigelow, and I, I think it's probably because those people are too public. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You get a more like behind the scenes, you know, uh, right? Where person where there's like less sort of like filmed evidence to compare the impersonation to you know what i mean like for the average person like you know granted like these impersonations are apparently really good and we're gonna hear some in a little bit but um (laughs) what if they're just really bad she was like (laughs) 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 yeah people are really stupid it's not even really that good at it (laughs) oh man but yeah, so the imposter uses uh, a combination of deceit, charm, and intimidation to manipulate her marks. 
Uh, the victims travel to Indonesia on a promise of work, and once there, are asked to hand over relatively modest amounts of money at a time, up to $3,000 in some cases, to help cover expenses for things like car travel, translation, tour guides, and fixers. A designated Indonesian money man arrives on a moped to collect the funds. Never give, never to, give money to a guy on a moped. That's just... No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> International travel 101. Right? A like, dude who comes on a moped to collect money yeah. in any context, like, that's not on the up and up. Yeah, it, any guy who can, you, you can dip between two lanes of traffic to get away from you is just not, don't give him your money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, needless to say, the reimbursements never arrive. And over time, the sums add up. So, you know, it's yeah. they're asking for small amounts of money, but they have all of these different victims. Nickel and dime. And exactly. Yeah. Sort of like death by a thousand cuts. So, they're, they're bringing in, you know, ten, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And... The people investigating them say also, like, even if it's only about $300,000 a year, which is kind of a conservative estimate, um, that's a huge amount of money in Indonesia. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, they think there's, like, all of this stuff going on. They think it's the same group behind all of these cases. Um the article goes on at the center of the organization is the imposter, a woman whose sophisticated research skill with accents and deft psychological and emotional manipulation have earned her the begrudging respect of her victims and trackers. Um, K2 investigators believe that the woman is the talent of an operation that while relatively small may have legs on at least three continents, including the U S Asia and Europe. The victims come from all over the UK, Europe and the U S primarily and represent a wide swath of creative industries, hairstylists, stuntmen, military advisors, photographers, and cinematographers. Oh man. That'd be so tight. If they tried to scam a stuntman and he just like went John wick and like <laughs> fucked everybody. <laughs> That would kick ass. Yeah, hell yeah. Dude, let's make a movie about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, like, yeah, it's it just turns into like a Tony Jaw movie. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like what, what is sad about this scam so far is that like it's not a lot of cons you're playing upon people's greed. And these people are just want work. They just, you know, like they're, they're, yeah. it's not like they're going there for like, it's not, it's not like it's like, hey, you can bypass this. It's like, hey, here's the work. Because, you know, in this business, it's all about getting the right work and doing the right work and like you know uh like so you, they're like hey here's that that work that's gonna bring you to the next level and you're like oh fuck yeah this thing i've worked my whole career for and that's a shame it's, just, it's not like they're like hey here's a little shortcut and the guys will go okay and they end up getting scammed it's like hey you see we, we really like what you do come do it over here and you know live your dream and yeah that's a ah, what a horrible way to go yeah that's a really i think that's like a really interesting point about this is yeah like a lot of the things that we talk about are yeah manipulating people's greed and their need for sort of more money or their need to their desire to sort of cut corners to yeah. get rich and this is not manipulating greed this is manipulating like their dreams yeah you know? yeah 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 you're, you're dealing with because like you know like i love to do comedy but at the end of the day that's like technically the work part of it and like i'm going on the road next week and i'm very excited about it because somebody is going to give me a chance to go somewhere else and, and work you know like and that's right and so it's not like i'm just like i'm like showing up in the little rock uh just like you know like woo you're at a party like you know like it's just it's actually like i'm, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to work i have a job to do but like you know i like this job and i want to do it in more places and i want more people to give me an opportunity to do it and yeah so that's like exactly yeah. you're not going there for easy money or something yeah, like that's yeah, not yeah. why that's not why anybody does these things it's yeah. not it's it's not because 
we think we're going to get rich or because we think it's going to be easy. It's because we like the work and we respect the craft yeah. and we want opportunities to be able to, you know, improve and show people what we've got. And so, yeah, like selling these people this stuff, like it's an opportunity makes this especially heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, when I was at a band, uh, <laughs> our, our guitarist kind of like did all of our, like our, you know, clerical shit, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, like, like booking and things like that. And, uh, one day my friend Doug just on Brandon, on, the, on this, our guitarist back patio called his cell phone from his cell phone. Like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what number he used, but just called him and was like, Hey, uh, this is made up a name. I manage hate breed. <laughs> like, like, just like, he's like hey, we're really interested in your band. And like, it was just like so mean and cruel and underhanded but it was like also like so immediate because it was like right in the back porch and we could see Brandon answering the phone right <laughs> and he like as soon as he goes yeah I manage hate breeds like Brandon like fucking like jumped up and down and like ran around in a circle Aww. in the living room yeah I was like oh this, is, this is, isn't fun anymore <laughs> man I get it though like I I mean I don't get a ton of these and I certainly don't get stuff of this caliber yeah but like i definitely get emails from people where it's like i know they're trying to hustle me oh yeah yeah. where it's you know somebody who every comic i know gets them and and like now that i do all these podcasts i get a lot of stuff like podcast related stuff where it's like people who frame it as as though they're offering offering you an opportunity but you know really they just want to leech off of you like you can tell but if you're sort if it's you know if it's somebody of a certain caliber or if you're sort of desperate enough or if you're just new enough in this industry that you can't necessarily like you know uh discern yeah it's you're you're gonna fall victim to this yeah. stuff and well, so I, 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 I have friends from back, back from my hometown like that i that i knew when i used to rap like like you know full time like that was like what i thought i was gonna do with my life and like i like like I've talked to a few of them. They've been like, man, I'm trying to get this $150 so I can get on this showcase in San Antonio. And I'm always just like, now that I've left that world and like I'm doing stand up and like, I just have a little more business savvy. I'm like, dude, no, anytime somebody's like, Hey, pay me some money. You'd like to do your shit. Like, you know, like things like that, like those emails where it's like, you know, we can get you in front of this huge audience and you just got to pay 200 bucks. And, and there's yeah. some people that they're like, Oh, that's a fucking, you know, that's a great opportunity. And you know, if you've been around the block a few times, you're like, no, fuck that. That's actually not good at all. It's not at all. Yeah. yeah never but, pay but money to do your shit. <laughs> like, no, no, don't. But, but the thing is like for freelance stuff, you do kind of have to. And like these look oh, yeah, like legitimate yeah, yeah. offers. And I totally see like where this is, you know, why people would get soaked by this. And I think we'll especially see that, um, because there are two audio recordings of her, um, that I want to play. They're, I find them very fascinating. So um, both of these tapes date from an earlier incarnation of the scam where they were basically doing the same thing, but it was specifically makeup artists in the UK that they were trying to get to come. So um, if you want to play those, Pat, it's yeah. probably best to play them on your end so we can have them on the show. Cool. Let me. Uh... So the first one is her doing an American accent and the second one is her doing a British accent. And we don't need to listen to them all. I just think it's it yeah, shows yeah, you yeah. how skilled how skilled this person is. All right. Here we go. Now this is uh where she's discussing the plane trip with him. Yeah. I don't understand oh, what go. you're talking about. Another makeup artist in Southeast Asia for the authorities because she's not safe. I don't understand that email. What we'd like to know 
is where's our money and why haven't you been in touch with us since he was out in Jakarta? When called us, and you'd have to give us a chance to speak as well, called us, we contacted her, we had an appointment. She ran away from the hotel and she went to the airport without informing and we'd already gone halfway. And she had already sent an email which was stating that she had already gone. In all of this, the payment that you reported and gave us a, a copy of the transfer, the money has never hit our account. Her British accent so sounds know, better than his, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Can you ask that <laughs> Right? It's crazy. Yeah. I feel like those are so, like, there was no it's, I, I just, you know, the fact that those are the same person is like, this person's very talented. You there the whole time. Yeah. 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 Also, this guy sounds like the fucking days. walrus from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's uh, that's wild. I can, I mean, I, I don't know if if her uh, if she is Indonesian. I can hear like a slight, and I don't know if she's trying to completely like totally downplay it or if they, if they if they know she's like an Indonesian woman but I can kind of hear like a little slight bit of like an accent under her yep. accent but yep. like, yeah that's it like very like I yeah so they think that she might be Chinese um and part of the reason they think that is because she does it seems like there's if you're listening for it you can hear like a trace of some kind of east asian accent on uh, like yeah the way you described it is is exactly how i would under her yeah, fake yeah, accent. yeah. you can it's hear like, a little tiny tiny bit yeah it's almost like it um like i i, I uh i think sometimes when i hear like uh people like uh native Asian language speakers speaking English, there's like a like a kind of like a flatness almost, like a, a non melody to the voice, and that's what kind of like picks up in, in, in the end. It's like that like very uh, anyway, yeah. But that, that's fucking that's yeah. Insane. It's like uh, the the way like they're the vowels are like very um, like pure vowels or yeah. like diphthongs and stuff like that. Yeah, it's I know what you mean. I can I hear it a little bit too. Yeah, but something um, still like I I've, I like you know unless I, I'm hearing that primed, knowing that some shit's going on. Like if I was just talking to that lady, I mean, who the hell knows if I'd pick that up? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I, I don't think I would at all because if you have no reason to be suspicious, I don't think. I don't think I would hear anything amiss. Yeah. Um, so uh, people who've studied these these clips and these scams say that she comes across as intense, intelligent, and authoritative. Mm -hmm. uh, her rapid fire speech is delivered smoothly and without any hint of deception. Yeah, where she makes um, you think you're fucking up because you know she's like like I, I I don't know the details behind that particular conversation, but she's like, hey, no, like I was there. Your person left. Da 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 da. You know, like and it just right. If you weren't on that call ready to fucking throw down like you might just be like oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. and uh she it's not just that she's doing an american accent or anything like that uh the photographer has compared her voice to available recordings of the real pascal and says that they are very very similar um the only thing that's missing was that the real pascal has a slight lisp that the impersonator does not have mm -hmm. but the accent is like dead on so pretty crazy um uh they they reached out to leslie winkaglatter about this one of the women who was impersonated uh -huh. um and she says it's been like a pain in the ass for her because like oh yeah yeah because now nobody wants like or people are skeptical even dealing with her i would imagine like over the phone like right and like people just contact her all the time like what about this 
project you're working on she's like i'm not working on that oh, or, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. like she says she's tried to contact the police and fbi but neither party showed any interest um because the amount of money involved was too small <laughs> so the fact that they're only scamming people for like a couple thousand bucks yeah and it's in another country like Law oh, enforcement yeah, yeah. is not. Law enforcement basically just like, oh, you had a thousand dollars and it's it's overseas now. Yeah, yeah, buddy, sorry. Like that's it's not. Yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, so she she eventually hired a private investigator um, who did some research, found that the scammers were using burner phones, um, GoDaddy domain accounts for fake email addresses. Um, Liga Glatter is just like, I can't. I, no one will help me like I have this private investigator but I can't get anybody to to look at it yeah. um, then the article goes on and says uh, one day a well known political consultant in Washington got in touch the fake Leslie had contacted him to collaborate on a project but then she started sounding weirder and weirder and the political consultant called my agents to find out if she was real the impersonator had also apparently targeted several technical and military advisors who worked with Lincoln Gladder on shows like Homeland and The Walking Dead. People believe there was a real job at the end of this, she says. There's a whole group of military people who were targeted. So this is where things start getting really fucking weird to me. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, this is already so bizarre. It gets even crazier. So <clears throat> uh, the article goes on. Um, one such ex-military target was a man named Rudy Reyes, who is an actor on HBO's Generation Kill and uh, is a former our, U.S. Marine. He probably knows our boy Jeff Carasalas. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. We know a, a dude who, I don't know, does he like you? He hates me. Uh, he, um, he, I, he's cool with me. Uh, however, like... Because he doesn't think you're a hipster nerd. I, yeah, not a hip, hipster I'm not a hipster nerd, nerd you know, loser <laughs> douche. Yeah, no, man, like, that dude, like, that... I feel like I don't want to play super inside baseball, but yeah, I do, the, the, basically there's this guy who uh, is a comic but hates comics and uh, is like furious at all comedy. Yeah, but man, does comedy. He come he hung out with like yo me and Jared, which is like you know like me and Jared are comics, but it's like a little outside comedy when we hang out, you know. And sure. uh, he hung out with us one night and we thought we lost him, like you know like we, <laughs> we tried to, we just like couldn't find him. We're like all right, whatever, his drunk ass is somewhere. You know he's marining, take care of himself. And so right. uh, the end of the night, we're leaving sidebar and he has been sitting at a table by the entrance by the entrance the whole time and this couple is getting up and the uh, the, the guy is like hey fuck you buddy and the white and the lady's like yelling at him and he's like blind drunk and just keeps repeating the same sentence he's like you guys aren't fucking artists you're nerds <laughs> like <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, has he been over here like the last couple hours? Like, yeah, we don't know who he is. He sat down and started berating us. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds like him. Yeah, he was in. Um, he, yeah, he was on that Generation Kill show for those. Yeah, wondering, wondering so, why we brought him up. <laughs> he was on Generation Kill with this guy Rudy Reyes. Um, Rudy Ray. So, Rudy Ray, he got a he got a call um, from. Uh, a man actually purporting to be producer Bo Flynn. So Bo Flynn says he's calling on behalf of Lucasfilms um, and uh, a woman named Kennedy who works at Lucasfilms. Um, Reyes and his manager, Adam Handelman, eventually spoke to the woman who said she was Kennedy um, and said she was interested in casting the ex-Marine as a supporting actor in Indiana Jones 5, which I don't even know if that's a real movie that's <laughs> coming out. <laughs> Indiana the 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 the, the that reminds me of a Fast and the Furious joke, and I fucked it up. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, America. Not, not uh, <laughs> so. Uh, 
here is here is the summary of the call between Kennedy and Rudy Reyes. Uh, this comes from uh, I think the dude's attorney because it's anyway. Uh, it says the first thirty minutes of the conversation was extremely professional. Then it started to get extremely sexual. She discussed how her husband Frank Marshall was never around and that Rudy could stay in her Los Feliz home. She said Rudy. She said to Rudy that the role was his, but asked over and over, "quote What was he going to do for her?" She was explicit in her request. Rudy repeatedly said no. So she said she yeah, made Harrison Rudy. Ford and get yeah right. Yeah. She said she made Harrison Ford and Tom Cruise and would make him a star too. All he wanted to do was work. He fully rebuffed all of her sexual advances and she hung up. So <laughs> she's like, "How do you think Tom Cruise got where he's at? Eating this butt, baby." All right. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking crazy. Also, how old are you if you're? If you made Harrison Ford a star. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's really not uh, playing your, your sexual card there. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so, the, the, and then it gets even weirder because a couple days later, uh, the man claiming to be Bo Flynn, the producer who originally put them in touch, um, called the dude's manager and said that Reyes had propositioned Kennedy during their one-on-one -on -one call. So basically said, he said the call had been taped and threatened to expose Reyes, even though he was the one shutting it down and yeah, she was yeah. the one trying to do anything. So the manager just goes, uh, it, well, in California, uh, we require two-party consent to tape calls. So you actually just committed a felony. Yep. And uh, then the man just hung up. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh shit, uh, I gotta go by. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if they were trying to like extort him or whatever. Yeah. But does, but does, this, it, does like, it seem like they're, they're, I mean, obviously the motivations are, is, is to get money, but like, uh, I guess I can just shut up and listen, but does, does it feel like their motivations tend to like to get a little murkier as it goes on? Like here she yeah. is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, like that's, that's always like a very like unsettling part about things for me. Like where like, because crime as it's associated with money just like makes logic sense, you know, like, okay, you're sure, committing a crime yeah. because money, but when, <laughs> when the money is not the motivating factor, that can be terrifying. Cause like, what the fuck else are you in this for? You know, like, and that's sort of what this turns into in a weird way. I mean, it's definitely about the money, but there's all this other weird stuff. Like there are more examples of this happening that I'm going to get into. So this is the, the woman pretending to be Kennedy. Um, later, she contacts like some other uh, Marines um, pretending to be uh, Christine Hirsch Schwartzman, who's a lawyer from Long Island, who's married to a, a private equity billionaire named Steven Schwartzman. So, She's pretending to be this like rich lady from Long Island yeah. who uh, wants to build a security team to escort her around Southeast Asia as she builds her directing career. So she's hiring these Marines supposedly for like personal security. Um, she has a very thick Long Island accent. Um, she promised this particular Marine a job as the director of her security team. And there's like all of this stuff and then it gets really weird so like like, in her, like the this particular phone call or just her like her methods like i, mean, I, was, well, I, was, like, I, I was just curious i was gonna see if she like started propositioning him again i was like this woman can't cannot be satiated like that's what happens oh so that's shit. what happens there's like this weird power play role playing that happens first so in her first phone calls with the Marine, the con woman showed a penchant for role-playing. In one exchange, she told him she wanted to fire uh, this guy who was working for Cohen, who was like 
managing the security team. So she told him that she wanted him to fire Cohen. Confused, the Marine asked for clarification, and she told him she wanted him to show her that he could be a strong man, see what kind of man he was. Uh, On a subsequent call, during which both she and Cohen were on the line, the Marine did as she asked. Uh, The Marine says, I got aggressive. I fired the guy. She's some kind of freak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. This little poor guy just got manipulated and shit. (laughs) It's so weird. So, like, that happens. And then not long afterward, she asked him to turn on his Skype camera so she could see him. She said she couldn't turn her own camera on because of security issues. The imposter has never been seen on in person, in person or on video. So yeah, that's, yo, you know, something to know. 2018, anybody telling you for any reason they can't uh, carry on their end of the video chat, false. Get <laughs> out, yeah, get yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, like this is like, this is 20, 20 goddamn 18. If you can't produce a mm-hmm. picture of yourself and send it over the internet, like it's just, something's up. <laughs> yeah, not good, yeah. not good. So yeah, so she says, she can't do it. He's like, well, I'm only wearing a tank top. And she's like, that's okay. <laughs> so what does, like, I, imagine, I don't like know much about this guy. But imagine she's like, oh, well, ma'am, I don't know if I want to do that. I'm only wearing a real tight tank top and some very small shorts, ma'am. I don't <laughs> I don't know if it'd be appropriate for you to yeah, see your yeah, feminine, yeah, yeah. your delicate feminine eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ma'am, I'm only wearing an American flag. I don't think that'd be appropriate. <laughs> He does it and then she asks him to like pull his shirt up and she's saying she's the article says she says mm, give me kisses give me kisses so she keeps saying give me kisses and he's like all right uh i gotta go yeah. so. <laughs> Man, like shout out like i i'm always uh i'm not proud but like when i like when a dude like does the right thing and not just the right thing like but like he's like if he were to to play along he'd be getting played and he's like you know what i'm out of here i'm always excited when i hear those stories i'm like ah there's hope right yet where a dude doesn't just give in to his horniness like immediately it's always like an admirable yeah situation yeah Yeah, so uh the woman told the marine she wanted to expand her security team so he ended up even after this he ended up referring a lot of people to her and uh, apparently this sort of thing happened to a bunch of them where they had to quote unquote fire that guy and oh, then yep. and then she would ask for kisses and do this like weird <laughs> thing and like some of them apparently did like it says they quote engaged in virtual sex with her on Skype I'm assuming they just like jerked off for yeah, her Skype yeah, camera yeah. for this woman uh, which is like fucking crazy yeah. like what this doesn't have anything to do with money like yeah. also like like yeah exactly yeah, nothing with money um, the fact that she has made up like uh, an assistant that she routinely fires and treats like shit like, right <laughs> yeah that's that's some odd shit right there too she just has like a like a, a, a proxy gimp like that she just yeah a proxy gimp <laughs> exactly it's yeah. so strange yeah that's, the whole that, thing that, that's where it's unsettling when it's like you like the the motivation isn't money and like you know like like we could hear it seems like very much so the, the motivation is like power and control to an extent not obviously they, right. they like the money too but you know just the fact that they're uh you know she's definitely in it for something else too and that's a little that's like right. that's unsettling like the idea i the, the way i'm sort of thinking about it especially if it is sort of a multi-person um scam like there's a couple people involved is like this the woman who's the front of it is probably doing it for money but is like hey while i'm doing this i can get in my shit too you know like i can i can i because it seems like she gets off on exploiting people you know so it's like i can exploit these people too while i'm getting their money just because it's fun and i like it 
Um, so okay. yeah, I mean, uh, a quick aside: this, Have you seen that that tickled uh, documentary? Oh yeah, I love that documentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like my favorite movie that came out that year. I loved it. Yeah, I, I didn't see it till like last year, and like that. Uh, yeah, that was fucking bananas. But that kind of seems like the same thing there too. You know, it's just like, yeah, yeah, totally. And that guy, like, that's even crazier because like that guy didn't he was rich like he didn't it was like he he everything in his life was so taken care of that like he couldn't feel like a powerful person unless he was like ruining people's lives yeah man like like that's that's crazy i'm like i i I don't know like i'm glad like i'm not a nobody's a normal person but like i'm glad i like i don't have like the trappings of power like because like i see sometimes sometimes i'm just like i don't want that personality trait i mean i hope to get it later in the future when i'm balling but now i'd rather not have (laughs) well that's like that's what's so crazy about tickled because it's like it's one thing if you have a weird fetish that's like fine if you want to like do your weird fetish thing like and, and you're cool about it and yeah. you're like treat the people who do your weird fetish porn ethically yes. like go for it yeah but yeah, the yeah. fact that this was clearly tied to like the tickling like the fact that it was tied to a, an obsession with power and exploiting people is like so fucked up yeah and it seems like that's what's going on here too on on some level so the give me kisses part just blows my mind it's like i feel <laughs> that would betray that you're not talking to an american anymore at that point like that's so weird yeah but it's like i feel like in any context of someone like in a sexual context if someone said that to me i'd be like excuse me like <laughs> hold on hold on like let's back up uh, like, it, it, like it was a, a dude it's like yeah give me kisses <laughs> so weird so weird i'm gonna try that but out and just fucking piss priscilla <laughs> please do not please do not don't do that to priscilla she's a nice woman yeah. she doesn't deserve that yeah no no i i uh i also think even joking around doing that would like uh irreversibly damage me in her eyes <laughs> <laughs> well so this so like all this shit is happening but this marine still goes to indonesia after this so, you know, he he ends up getting soaked for like twelve thousand dollars total. Man, do they, um, do they say the age of this guy? Is this the Rudy Ray guy? Uh, no, this is a different guy. Okay. So I grew up around a lot of military who, guys and like the young mm-hmm. ones. Like I could like like the 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 thirteenth graders. You know, like I could just see them. Yeah. Being, being like, oh, those are a lot of red flags, but you know, I'm still gonna go because I got some R and R, some some leave. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like apparently the whole time, like he thought that this was this woman he just thought that this woman was crazy yeah like that's, yeah, yeah you know like he, yeah. he had no reason to believe that she wasn't who she said he was she was yeah he just thought she was like a like crazy old rich drunk lady yeah. who you know was like planning this big vanity project so he was just like all right like uh, that's just, that's hot it, it is. that's why they call it holly weird man you know like i just <laughs> <laughs> so as this is happening to him uh the article says warning signs began to appear during the trip the locals that this woman had asked him to meet were continually demanding money men seemed to lurk around the car he had been given only to disappear whenever he approached nah. uh, the trip the trip ended one night when his driver refused to go where the marine asked and then ignored his request to stop the marine finally lost his patience he said if you don't stop the car i'm going to beat the fuck out of you <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah get to the fucking point <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the driver finally let him out and just kind of peeled out and took off so the marine asked this old man who was standing nearby 
and uh, the, the old man, man just gest- laughed at him. <laughs> <laughs> the old man gestured to all of these like cronies around the car and just said, "Very bad people, very bad people." <laughs> so, oh no! Yeah, so he eventually like figured all this out, and even at this point, he still thought he was talking to this real woman. Yeah, he um, thought she just sent him on a bullshit trip you know like, like yeah like he thought she was just kind of nuts but like she he still thought he was gonna get paid yeah, you know yeah 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 I mean, at the end of the day that's like I've, I've been in some precarious comedy situations where i'm like in the middle of nowhere and i'm just like i i, I think i'm still gonna get money though you know like that's it that's your motivating factor you know oh completely yeah when you show up at a gig and you're just like uh i hope this is worth the 50 dollars yeah. i was promised cause... i had a fucking uh, a, a, a booker one time uh book me for a shot in san angelo and I went out there and uh, Shane Torres is on the show with me too and uh, uh, love that guy yeah yeah tight as fuck like so we went out there and um I get there and I kind of knew the kid. Like the, the, I say kid. It was his birthday show in San Angelo, and he was literally paying like two hundred fifty bucks to each comic. I was like, I'll take that. And then yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like I, it was a wrestling themed birthday like comedy show thing. I was like, oh, that's a little hokey, but that's like whatever. And I get out there and I figured he's like turning like twenty three, twenty four. He's like two years older than me. But I was like, oh, oh you're still doing the wrestling thing, anyways. But uh, he. Um, yeah, I get there and like the first thing he tells me is that he's been living off the pre-sale money of the tickets for the show. Oh, and I was no. like, he's like, yeah, dude, it's been fucking, it's cool. I've just been balling off the fucking pre-sales. And I was like, so wait, but what? Did, who's gonna pay? That's the pre-sales. Those are supposed to be. <laughs> and he was like, and he just had this like look on his face, like, oh no, the club's gonna take care of it. And then like halfway through, he tried to tell us we weren't getting paid, and we were like, uh, yeah, we are. We'll figure out how, but we're getting paid. And, and, yeah, you know, you're all fucking the, paying us. Yeah, and his dad you know. showed up. Uh, and he didn't pay everybody. Like, like literally showed up like 1300 bucks to pay a bunch of comedians God, yeah. what a man child I can't believe the guy having a wrestling themed comedy birthday yeah. was uh, an idiot yeah. <laughs> a man child yeah. I say that as a comedian and a wrestling fan not yeah, surprised yeah. That, that was the only like get road trip get, or, like road gig I, I brought Priscilla with and I I, I also brought her, oh, little, no. her I brought her little girl and we got the hotel oh, no. and I was like oh tomorrow we're gonna go like take a look at San Angelo just be fun blah 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 blah, blah. and then I'm over here like I literally put like my last couple bucks in my tank this is in my broke days I put my last couple bucks in my tank uh, and was like okay I'll get there I'll you know I'll fucking get paid and I'll have tons of money for the next day right fine. Yeah. and I was so scared that I was gonna have to like walk over to the hotel room which is right next to the bar and be like hey sorry I dragged you and your daughter on this trip but I also need to borrow money now <laughs> like, yeah yeah, yeah guys, well I'm glad his dad came yeah, but yeah, that yeah. I mean I, it's yeah I've had some close calls like that too for sure where you're just like I feel like I was led here on false pretenses Yo, and yeah, I can yeah. only hope that I'm actually gonna get my money yeah um, but that's like that's what this guy thought and you know he, so he asked for money she said it was coming in three days the fourth day came he asked his friend who worked at a bank like hey does this sound right and then he found out none of this was real oh, so twelve thousand dollars in the hole um you know no good so <laughs> we have all this information about all of these people that that have been scammed, but we don't really, we don't know who these people are. So this is still happening. Yeah. Um, this is like an unsolved scam. Ooh. So, yeah. So, uh, again, and this is where, um, you're, you know what, you should work for famous securities firm K2. Cause they came up with the same, uh, conclusion about her that you did. It says people who have spoken to her say they can detect very slight markers in her diction that point to Asian nationality. Yeah. Uh, one of one of her personas is a Chinese film producer who speaks rudimentary English. Um, 
Investigators also theorize that the woman may have small children, uh, which is based on a conversation with one victim where he thought he heard her um, like shush some kids. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's unclear whether um, that was part of the impersonation or was not. Yeah. So we don't know. Um, they have reason to believe she may have traveled to the United States. Um, also, the scam. We talked about this a little when I played when we played the clips, but um, the scam originated among makeup artists. Um, so they think that this imposter may have worked as a makeup artist in Hollywood at some point, since that's kind yeah. of where it started. I, I guess that would be a good demographic to target for like those kind of scams because they, like, that's like their their entire like like nature of their work is they pick up and go and go to a set and go to a shoot or whatever you know yeah yeah so like like it's a, that's just part <laughs> part of the course yes yeah, so I bet that would be uh, a, 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 a good demographic to target right yeah they're they're like almost all freelancers like that yeah. so um yeah that's that's kind of how it started um also interesting is that they believe that the con artist went to great lengths to conceive of a scam that would escape the attention of law enforcement which we talked about yeah the amount of the amount of money that they're getting from people and then also the fact that it's um happening sort of like across uh, multiple jurisdictions so like Calls might originate in the UK, a victim would answer in the US, the money would only be exchanged in Indonesia, and the sums were small enough to be brushed off. So it's like, who's in charge of this? And it's so little money. Yeah. It's, it, it evaded detection for like a very long time. Um, it says the average financial hit is between five and $7,000, um, but victims have been lured in multiple times, and several people have been taken for upwards of $50,000. Oh, man, they just keep going back and doubling down. Don't do that. Oh, no. That's, yeah. yeah. Man, that's, like, I, I, uh, like uh, I, I, I was frank about it in our Austin Chronicle interview. I got scammed at a 1300 bucks one time, and, like, yeah, I fucking I, I after I sent that email off, I was like, should I have said that? <laughs> but hey, you know what? Own up. But like, it's it's a really disheartening feeling because you're just like, fuck, man. Like, what? Like, you know, like it's 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 uh, like I've been I've been like I've had like money stolen from me or whatever. I've like you know when I was younger, I've given somebody money for weed, they just disappeared, shit like that. You know? Sure. Like, yeah. You know, like like getting finessed at your fucking tax return. That just oh man, it hurts because you're just like shit. You almost don't want to tell anybody. So there's almost right. like it's that built in thing. Like I, yeah, I, I was, I didn't tell anybody. I was like, oh, this is, well, this is going to the grave with me. Like, I mean, I've, I've definitely, I'm open about it now, but like, it's embarrassing. Like you're humiliated. You don't want to tell anybody. Like I, call, yeah. I, I called APD, which I never call the cops. I don't like doing it. And I was like, hey, I need to report a theft. And the lady was like, like, what happened? I was like, oh, I gave this guy 1300 for a car and he disappeared on me. And she was just like, well, you got to wait 30 days off top. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just said, fuck it. Never called back or followed up. Yeah. yeah i like i think that is a big part of it is just the shame in being in being like soaked for this you know yeah. and i think i think with all of the sort of other humiliating stuff that this woman puts these people through which we're going to get into that a little more in a minute um i i think it it i don't think it's the reason for it i think this person is like really fucked up but i yeah. think it also probably is a little bit of insurance against people seeking redress for it because they're just so ashamed that yeah, this happened yeah, yeah. to them. It's like like the, the audio, the evidence you have is the phone call, the same one in which you were firing an imaginary person and giving her kisses and jacking off. Like, you know, like that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I you, you don't have much uh, in your corner at that point. Like, 
Yeah, so um, investigators say it's unclear how the collected money is distributed among the perpetrators. There is a figure referred to as the boss man by drivers and translators in Indonesia, um, and he often runs interference if victims begin to ask too many questions or demand answers. Uh, the boss man speaks perfect English and Indonesian and has been known to use threats to coerce the marks into compliance. So he'll tell people like, you're here on a travel visa, but you're working. So it would be a shame if you got in trouble for that. So he... Oh, uh, yeah. Again, like I said, being in this situation in a foreign country also puts people at like a significant disadvantage. Oh, yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting any kind of justice for it, you know? Yeah. I, uh, and it's also like I've been, I, you know, like when I was in India, a lot of times if as a foreigner, it can be hard to tell when you're being scammed and when you just literally don't understand because it's not your culture, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and there's sort of a fine line too like um you know like you you haggle for everything and it's like well if i don't haggle hard enough does that count as a scam yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, did I get scammed? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot there's a lot of gray areas i think if you're in a in a culture that is not your own for this kind of stuff and i, I think it does leave people um vulnerable to being taken advantage of yeah yeah well i mean like you know, we we grew up in germany like or i grew up in germany like as a kid like my parents were military they lived over there and right. like you know, like you'd be out in the economy sometimes and you would just feel like you know like kind of exposed like you're you know you're on their you're on their turf and like you definitely like uh you know people would try to like if you like went to like a bigger city or whatever like i remember we went to like we went to the uh, Czechoslovakia and we were in whatever city they have and like all these people are running up to you trying to sell you shit and it's like everybody's all in your face at once and it's like yeah. if they wanted to, to run some game I mean this would be the perfect time to do it you know and it's uh yeah I mean I was a kid so I didn't give a shit <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh, yeah. It, it's uh yeah, it's scary. Yeah, then you also like then you you don't want to be like rude and be like, yo, I think this dude's trying to scam me. So you'd like exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that thing where you're like, you know, instead of being assertive, then you're just kind of like, you know, that's yeah. You're at such an imposition because you you're not on your turf. Exactly, you're not on your turf, and they use that to their advantage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a, a little sort of there's a little bit left of the story. I do want to wrap up the thing with the photographer from the beginning. So he was one of the biggest victims, sixty five thousand um, dollars. He so he's like in Indonesia, and uh, about halfway through his Indonesia trip, the con woman asked the photographer if he could stay on for a few more days. Uh, he traveled further afield to a historic city on the island of Java. Was he taking longer, pictures of anything? Like, 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 yes, uh, he was uh, doing this work. So yeah, so like, do you think that was just part of the like the illusion that they like, yes. actually had, like to, to keep him off his game? They actually had him out there taking pictures. I think so. Yeah. Yo, that'd be some wild shit if they took those pictures and then published them. <laughs> I think I think like what this guy should do is is like publish uh, like book of photography of all this with the story of the scam and try to make some of this money back yeah that, that, that'd be you know? cool but how like double shitty would that be if like they sent him on these little fake photography missions and then he's like right. flipping through a National Geographic and it's like oh, that's my fucking picture like I took that <laughs> <laughs> yeah they make their money back the, yeah um, yeah so it says the longer he stayed, the more their relationship began to evolve, even as it started to take strange turns. So she started calling him twice a day, sometimes more. The imposter appears to have an unquenchable thirst for engaging with her victims, often for hours a day for weeks on end. His phone sometimes rang at four in the morning. Yeah, Once that, that, that's, def that's like that, that's definitely not just money at that point. That's like a, she's right. Yeah. It's creepy. It's Ugh. super creepy. 
and he, she's just manipulating him this whole time so he, he gets a call for in the morning it says once when she told her sorry once when he told her he was jet lagged and tired she grew angry I don't work with tired people, she warned him. In Hollywood, we don't get tired. We're driven. If you're going to be tired, I can find someone else for this job. He apologizes. <laughs> I don't work worse. with tired people. That's bad. It gets worse because he apologizes. Like, he doesn't yeah, yeah, see this yeah, as yeah. weird. He apologizes, and uh, he. it says he, from then on, woke up early to do push-ups to get uh, his energy levels up uh, in anticipation of her call. So not even for his work, in anticipation uh, for the call. He's he like, Yo, I, gotta, I gotta get to sleep. I, I gotta take this call at 4 a.m. where I gotta jack off for this lady. And he was all exactly. Like, <laughs> it's so crazy. Uh, like, so he, he said that he noticed that she questioned him on every modulation of his voice, however slight. He started to pay attention to his speech in ways he never had before. I would have to defend or explain everything so it's like she enters into this like emotionally abusive relationship with this guy yeah in addition to like soaking him for money it's crazy oh man yeah that, that, that's definitely like that's it's, it's about the, the power or the you know the, the abuse that she gets to, to, to put on somebody too that's fucking wild and i think that this is why um people do end up getting tricked multiple times by her um which is what happens to this guy is because they get sucked in psychologically yeah, to this yeah. stuff. But if, so if a girl, oh, like, this happened a, a few times in my life where like, uh, when I was younger, like we're a girl that I was like talking to or whatever, or not even talking to like a girl. And I'm, I'm sure maybe it works on both ends. I just, my only experience is, is with women. A girl could just show up and start acting like your girlfriend like and get hella, hella good results. Like, like or just go further. <laughs> like, if like you're a single dude and like some girl is just like out of nowhere is in your life and then she's calling you and then she's like, Hey, why don't you call me back the other day? And she's mad and you're just like, uh, uh, okay, let me call you back. Like you can, yeah. ladies, you can just show up and start acting like somebody's girlfriend and there's a pretty high success rate. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like there are like there are a lot of men uh, who don't have their shit together where if some woman just comes in is like, hey, I'm going to get your shit together. It just will happen. And like and then they're running your life. And (laughs) it's no good. It's no good. They don't have your best interests at heart most of the time. Uh, it's not going to end well. Yeah, so, that's because yeah. those weird relationships. Like this is usually like like people like you may know from your hometown or whatever, and it's like a just like an infantile like parent relationship of a guy and a girl. And yeah, yeah, like and you're just like watching this dude. Like you're like, what are you doing, man? You're just you're getting you're being babysat right now. <laughs> Yeah, but like I, I, for some dudes, that, that's that, that's what they were lacking. So fuck it, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, like actual relationships like that do work for some people, but it is like it's pretty easy to pick a, a vulnerable man and do that. Oh, if you're yeah, yeah, yeah. An evil, evil yeah. woman. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, like he's, she's doing all this stuff to him and uh, he's still not getting paid. Every time he asked why the promised money wasn't showing up, she provided an elaborate excuse, each more well thought out than the last. I took her word for it, he says. This was a lot of money to me, but for a producer worth millions, it wasn't worth anything. I assume she just didn't have perspective on that, which is another thing that I feel like we've done a number of scans about people pretending to be rich when they aren't rich. Oh, yeah, yeah, And I feel like like that is often how they get away with it is because people are like, oh, well, you know, when wealthy people, they don't think about 
having cash on hand yeah, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so they'll make me pay for a $300 dinner, not realizing that that's a lot of money for me yeah. because they're rich. And it's like, no, they're scamming you. Yeah, man, <laughs> I, I had to say of all the scams we've covered, things where people pretend to be rich or just the idea of pretending to be rich seems so fucking impossible to me. Cause like, <laughs> like I can't shake this poor shit. Like, you know, like, uh, and like, it, but to, because to me to pretend that you're, to pretend that you're rich, like I, because maybe I, I'm, I'm not uh, a gifted scammer. I, I, if I'm like, you gotta pretend you're rich, that means you gotta have money. Rich people have money. Like, how, do, how the fuck would you pretend to have money? I don't. It's, yeah. It's mind boggling, but people pull it off. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah, there's like psychological trickery going on. But uh, so he went back, this photographer goes back to the US without getting paid. Um, at this point, the woman says she wants him to turn right around and go back to Bali. So she's still trying to get him to be part of the scam even though he hasn't gotten paid yeah yeah he's, yeah he's suspicious at this point um and he okay, well, I'm, drafts glad that, I'm glad that happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> finally so he drafts an email to the woman and he told her he needed to be sure she was really amy pascal uh he needed to meet her in person or on a video skype he said he meant no insult but he required some kind of authentication her response was to get really angry yep um yep he stood his ground, pointing out all the broken promises she had made. Uh, she quickly switched tactics, saying it would be a shame if all his work so far was wasted. She came up with more elaborate excuses, and eventually she convinced him to go to Bali. So she, he <laughs> says that, and she gets She's out of it. She's too fucking good, man. Like It's crazy. Yeah, it's it, like, it feels like I, and not I get traveling it, like, internationally. Like not tra to decide I'm not going to take an international flight would be the way easier than being like, okay, I'm going to do it. Like if I feel like, right. like somebody would have to really get in my ass to be like, I'd be like, okay, all right, I'm fucking booking a ticket, you know, like, whereas in like, you know, I'm like, no, I'll, how about I just not do anything and don't go to Bali? Like, it just feels like an easy choice. So she is good at what she's doing, you know? Yeah. And like, I, it's just on paper it seems so absurd but i understand how this person could get in your head this way oh yeah and yeah, yeah. This, uh, uh, what he says is like the thing that made him really crazy so he like he goes to bali and he like comes back the next day because he's like realizes it's like this is not working like yeah. i shouldn't have done this so he comes back uh she he says that, like the thing that was so crazy about it to him was that she toyed with him so aggressively long after he had no money left. She'd gotten everything. It just was simply a game she appeared to enjoy. So yeah. he like, she took him for his life savings. Ugh, and damn. Like, it, he sort of, she eventually did ease off. Like, she started only calling him once a day and then she stopped emailing. Um, he eventually got in touch with the FBI. Um, and again, they were like, you signed a contract so it sounds like it's just a bad business deal and he's yeah. like no this is not what this is yeah 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 <clears throat> that's finally found oh sorry go ahead oh sorry that's that's got to be it like just like when you finally when you go to the police and they're just like yeah sorry <laughs> like we can't do anything for you that's got like that's just on top of everything else that's got to be a gut check Right. And the uh, really the only reason it ever got anywhere is because he eventually found a lawyer who got him in touch with the real Amy Pascal. And uh, her lawyer said, like, you're one of many. We've gotten dozens of complaints about this. Yeah. So that's the only reason he was even able to, like, get anybody to listen to him. Um, 
there's now like that this has happened so much and that there's this like media you know this article came out and everything like there is a push for law enforcement agencies to investigate this um there are still two or three victims a month um it seems like it seems like this scam is growing more ambitious all the time like they're going after higher profile targets um it's fucking crazy like they're getting more more brazen about it um the article ends by saying the scam has created a sense of chaos in the lives of everyone it touches um an investigator with k2 recently spoke with someone who after weeks of back and forth with the imposter demanded what he was owed in person the person showed up at the actual residence of one of these producers and was standing in a new york high-rise shouting i want my money oh shit yeah eventually he was put in touch with the woman's real assistant who of course had no idea what he was talking about so yeah that's that's where it ends we don't know who these people are they're still doing it hopefully with this article coming out like people will be more wary yeah yeah Um, yeah. but yeah man just (laughs) fucking crazy huh that's that's (laughs) great yeah that's crazy like the fact that this one's like still going on like this is still this person's still out there fucking uh uh, you know, making people give her kisses. Yeah, making people give her kisses. <laughs> like, that's a, yeah, I, I guess like what it would just it boils down to is like you like, man, you really got to be like ever you know uh, ever diligent, you know, and like and uh, and I, I think like our generation. Um, is a little bit better at not getting scammed. Uh, I noticed like our parents' generation, like they can, you know, I, I feel like, like some boomers can just like leave the house and just come back and be like, I fucking bought volcano insurance. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. Like, you know, and uh, whereas in like, like, I remember like when my dad first got a Facebook, uh, he hit me up and he goes, Hey, uh, hey Junior, uh, do you know a girl name? You can send some girl's name. I was like, No. He goes, oh, He's like, Junior, man. He's like, He's like, speaking in hushed tones. He was like, Yo, uh, this girl, she's pretty cute. All right. She she messaged me. She inboxed me. Oh and no! <laughs> and I was like, oh, does she have like like tits hanging out? Really? I was like, yeah, dude, she's fucking smoking. I was like, okay, yeah, no, she's not real. And he was like, no, no, she she messaged me. <laughs> like my dad was a smart guy. Like he was like, no, no, she messaged me. I was like, yeah, that, that's just an account with a picture. And he was like, oh. Huh, okay and so like i feel like our generation just kind of grew up like you know like like looking at like fake myspace accounts and shit you can kind of get a, just a little more of a sense for it and how totally. how a scammer circumvents that is by just playing into this you know uh, our our want to succeed in, in our industries you know like that's like when they find the thing that they have that power over you and then the, the yeah you'll fucking let your guard down and, and, and go in a lot of times and so you got to be careful folks don't yeah. Uh, yeah, just, just fucking if you if you, I don't know, just if you get a call from somebody out there and it, 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 it seems too good to be true, just do some digging, do some emailing, you know. Yeah, make sure you can find, make sure it's the right email address that like matches the person's actual company. Yeah. Don't don't fuck that up. Like don't don't give anybody leeway on that. Get if no if nobody will be on camera on your Skype call like something's amiss something's not going right. Yeah 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 you know, that's another thing like if, if somebody says they can't video chat or send you a picture like that that bullshit <laughs> like it's just yeah yeah we uh we you it's it's hard to not send a picture of yourself these days you know <laughs> like it's, it's right it's, you should be easily findable and but I get like this person these people know details about people that uh you know like. They, people are like, look, there's no way you could have known this unless you worked yeah. with him. So now that that's the crazy part. He, he, she knew like uh, like quirks of his friends. 
Right. Like yeah. people, his professional contacts and stuff where it's yeah. like, these are things you only would know if you'd worked with these people. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. The bad guys are doing their homework, folks. So you make they sure, really yeah. are. Uh, I, I, I don't even know if this really applies. Uh, worth it? No. You know, like, I, well, I mean, I guess I mean, from the scammer's so perspective. Evil. Yeah. From the scammer's perspective, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it seems that they're, they're, you know, doing good. So, I mean, I guess maybe it's not worth it, but it's like, it's working out I, for them. Yeah, I guess like the worth it metric for this to me is like, I think there are some scams that are moral. Like, if you're, look, if you're, like, stealing from self-checkout at the grocery store, like, fine. Like, yeah. that's, like, an okay scam. That's yeah. I'm okay with <laughs> yeah. that. Like, you know, that, that kind of shit, fine, whatever. Like, yeah. you're not really hurting anybody. It's kind of a victimless crime. Yeah, I, I like, I cannot be made to feel sorry for a company like, like, like exactly exactly it, it, it if just, you're it, fucking over a company or like if you're fucking over only billionaires or whatever yeah. like i can't be too furious yeah yeah like yeah. most of the time that's like a relatively ethical scam but this is hurting people it's exploiting people's uh optimism about their careers and their value yeah. and their creative pursuits and it's ruining them financially and psychologically yeah, so like yeah. no fuck this yeah 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 don't yeah it, like it, it you're like is it, like it, it boils down to the, the people aren't looking for like an easy way out they're like oh shit work you know like i'm gonna go work like and it's it's yeah. you know it, it, it's it's uh it, it's a completely noble motivation on their part and yeah you're just you're just yeah you know, you know, taking advantage of them like that so guys if you're out there and you're on the fence you're thinking about maybe impersonating heads of fucking entertainment companies uh don't do it i'm just gonna say take a strong stance don't do it <laughs> yeah but uh i agree yeah well shit Kath, thank you for reading that to me so i didn't have to read it and uh hey no problem <laughs> sorry twitter followers for lying <laughs> i was like <laughs> i just was like busy as it work and i was like yo this shit's crazy <laughs> and that was that <laughs> yeah so i'm glad i fucking uh i i i, I held off because i got to hear it the the best way which is the lie cheat and steal way so of course of yeah course. well uh yeah yeah so definitely not worth it don't do it um katha you got anything coming up you want to uh throw out there i think this one's gonna be out uh next week um i probably do check my twitter i'm terrible at yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. yeah and then check out what a time to be alive and uh wrestle Spoiling on my other two podcasts that's yes. all what do you have to plug uh just uh, i'll be at the looney bin in uh Little Rock, Arkansas from uh, August 8th to the 11th, opening for Matt Sadler. And then I'll be in the Oklahoma City Looney Bin the next week, uh, also opening up for Matt Sadler. So uh, make both if you can. (laughs) Drive from Little Rock to Oklahoma City so I know it's real. But uh, no, that's where I'll be at. And uh, yeah, um, but you know, guys, make sure you listen, like, rate, share, subscribe. Uh, Check out all the other great uh, shows on Body Tape International. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. Fucks with us on the internet. And uh, you know, just get at us and but uh, above all most importantly don't get caught don't get caught see you later guys Bye.